In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hi, y'all, and welcome back to Money, Please, and this is Loose Change. You know when you are trying to clean out your like pile of bags that you don't use and you shake out your old Longchamp bag from college and coins fall out and you're like, oh my God, thank you. And it just makes your, it just makes your day that much better. That's what this episode is all about. We're gonna get into the nitty gritty of the things we talked about earlier this week, falling down on you like Loose Change. I'm Berna Anat, also known as at Hey Berna, your personal financial hype woman, bringing you the financial real talk for the real world. I don't know if you can hear my financial air quotes around that because nothing is real. <laughs> Today, I am joined once again by the award-winning, stunning, brilliant, sexy, bitches get riches, Kitty and Piggy. Kitty and Piggy, how are y'all doing today? We are so good. How are you, Berna? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I feel all, is it okay to say that I feel sort of like lubricated in terms of our credit conversation? Like I feel ready. I feel sort of like warmed up. I get a I little lubricated feeling, when talking we're about credit. We're feeling lubricated. Yeah, we're feeling yeah. loose. I'm loose. I'm, this is a very horny podcast and I'm <laughs> grateful. We are generally loose women, but right now especially. It's mm-hmm. loose change. It's loose women. It's loose lips. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I am horny for financial education. I want everyone to know that. And I feel like uh, the, the two of you are, like understand that vibe. And it's not often I think people get to hear those words all in the same breath of being horny for financial <laughs> education and credit. But that is the vibe that we try to create here on Money, Please. And I think why well, I'm so excited to be talking to the two of you, Bitches Get Riches, because you get it. You very we much. We get it. We're, we we're soaking for financial literacy. Mm, just money. Baby. Mm. Get a bucket and a mop for my credit card education. For this credit card. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness, my oh my! Well, if you weren't ready to talk about credit in the beginning of this loose change episode, you got to be lubed up now. I want to talk about now. Of course, to, to sexually transition to something that you think of immediately when you think mm. about being lubed up for financial education, we talked about credit cards and credit earlier this week on our main money please episode, and we got really into the nitty gritty of like, what do I do with my first credit card? What's the like? How do I how do I function? What are things that I have to mentally understand about like the super fucked up structure of credit cards. Um, And one thing that we mentioned a lot, and I want to touch on a little bit here tactily in a sexy way, Mm -hmm. credit scores. We talked about the fact that you need credit in general to function as an adult and get loans and things like that. A credit card is a way to build up your credit score. Keke, like, could you explain to me what a credit score is? I thought report cards ended in school, but apparently they did not. if only... If what only, it, what, oh, yeah, what? Okay, so I, I, I'm going to hit you with some some knowledge. So just like lay back and think of England. Yes. Um, so, so, England. So sorry. <laughs> I'm dried up. I'm not lubed anymore. Yeah. No. Feel free to cut that out. Um. <laughs> I loved it. What do you mean? <laughs> okay, I'm thinking about England. I'm thinking about All right. England. 
So your credit score is basically derived from your credit report, which is exactly what it sounds like on the box. It is <laughs> a written history of everything you've ever ever done credit-wise. Um, and it combines all of that information into a single monetary score that goes from like, I don't know, 300 to 850 Mm -hmm. um the higher your score the higher the like the better your credit um when people are talking about having good credit they mean they have like a 700 or above Mm -hmm. um like perfect credit is defined as 800 and yet you can go higher than that like Mm -hmm. it's it's all very uh mysterious um but there are different sort of like things that you can do to improve your score um so the first And most important part of your credit score is the payment history. And that's actually 35% of your score. So that's like huge. Um, And that's basically, do you pay your bills and Mm -hmm. do do you pay them in full and do you pay them on time? And -hmm. if you have all of that, great. You've nailed it. Like that is the most important part of your score. Good job. Yes. And then there's this thing called utilization, which is 30% of your score. And that's the second most important thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And that basically means like, what is the amount of credit avail- available to you in your line of credit? Um, so let's say if you have a credit limit on your credit card of $2,000 and you've used $1,999, like that's a really <laughs> poor utilization rate. Whereas mm. if you have a $2,000 credit limit and you've only used $100, like that's a really low utilization rate and that's really mm-hmm. good for your credit. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are the two major um, things that go into your credit, uh, score. There's also the length of your credit history. Um, so that's, you know, how old were you when you first started using credit? Mm -hmm. Um, there's the mix of credit, also known as diversification. And that's, you know, do you have student loans and a mortgage and Mm -hmm. a revolving line of credit? Like, do you have all these fun stuff? And then, uh, the last bit is uh, new credit, which is only 10% of your score. And that's basically, uh, you know, are you opening a bunch of lines of, of new credit all at once? And if so, that's like a little bit scary to the uh, to creditors. Um, yes. So does that does that all kind of make sense? Yeah, absolutely. It's it what it lays out to me what Are I wish I understood. Are we still wet for credit right now, or did I, we just? You know, dry I'm, I I I came down. My heart rate came down a little bit, but in an important way because then I can see straight. The blood started flowing back to my head, mm, okay, which is good. Good, good. good. You're welcome. Because I think what what I wish I'd understood about credit in the very beginning was that a credit score, like you said, is it sort of shows uh, lenders how credit worthy you are. But it's not always necessarily just like if you if you are good at paying back everything, then you get a high credit score. The rules are not that straightforward, which is really very strange to me, I think. Like, mm-hmm. like you said, if you the very top thing is paying your monthly payments in full and on time makes sense. Credit utilization makes sense. Don't use too much of it. Um, but there's also a lot of kind of like weird fuckery that happens, I think, with credit scores, for example. Mm-hmm. Like one would think that you're like, oh, you know what would make me kill it at my credit score is if I just like didn't have any money out, you know, like if I just if I finished all my student loans and I like I was so good at at using this credit card that I closed it out. You'd think that that would be impressive looking, but it's not. And and yet, yet, yeah, a lot of people see their scores drop when they pay off their last student loans, which is just Mm. a fucking slap in the face. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Exactly. And. I think one, so um, you mentioned 35%, the biggest portion of it is 
um, is your payment history. And now, are they going to everyone who you ever have pledged, I will give you money to, and saying, Mm -hmm. check yes or no, that this person did, in fact, pay us the money back? No. Mm -hmm. You can't use things like um, paying your rent. That's not mm-hmm. that's not included. A yeah. lot of utilities, um, like phone bills, things like that, internet bill, those are not counted toward you. They have to mm-hmm. be a reporting institution, which means basically like another credit card or a formal student loan or something like that. If you borrow money from your friend, like they're not gonna track down your friend and be like, Yo, is she good for this? Oh yeah, totally. Like no. God, I <laughs> wish. <laughs> and references like, would be amazing. It, it is absolutely classist and as an extension racist Mm -hmm. and sexist in its Mm -hmm. implementation because the lines of credit that they rely on are the ones that are historically used by i'm gonna use a burnaism here those who are hella male and hella pale um, Mm -hmm. and they don't Mm -hmm. include things like hey like did you pay your child care every single week like do you make sure that your daycare bill gets paid no matter what because that is important to you no it doesn't so there's all these like imperfect ways that it's calculated and Mm -hmm. to a certain extent i'm i'm in a in a certain light at only like 11 59 a.m on saturdays i see sort of a, a sympathetic painting of how these credit scores developed it is Mm -hmm. kind of like when you are thinking about dating someone and if you googled them like all right i might go to this person's house um so like i'm just gonna do a quick google and if you found nothing nothing whatsoever like they don't have a linkedin they don't have a facebook like they have nothing I'm kind of like, okay, you haven't given me any evidence that you're a serial killer, but am I going to your house? No, absolutely not. Not without like (laughs) two escorts minimum. Yeah. So it's like you, we do need a way to be able to gauge like, are you who you say you are? If you're going to borrow 500 bucks from my company, my bank, my whatever, like, are you going to pay it back? I totally get that. That is a fair way to to consider how to lend out your money if you're a financial institution. However... If I have been paying the same electric company my bill in full and on time for the last 13 fucking years, then Mm. why the fuck doesn't that positively impact my credit score? Huh. Huh. It's almost like these systems were not built for certain people to succeed. How strange. That's not the socialist talk. Someone that's <laughs> socialism. Someone fact check that. I think that's real. Um, but thank you so much for bringing that up because it's again, it's like we are. There's one side of what we're doing, which is like telling you the facts of how a credit score works, and then also telling you why it is not a perfect system, and yet we do still have to know about it and try to use it to our advantage. Because if you don't know about the rules, then you can't play the game entirely, which mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. freaking sucks. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi Strawberry slid right into my Taste Buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. I want to know now that we've talked a little bit about the tactile things of the credit and how credit scores work. Um, now we know a little bit about like how to play the game while also like grumbling about the game on Twitter and amongst ourselves. Yeah, you got to grumble about the game. Got to grumble about the game or else it's honestly then it's no fun. What about you too, Kitty Piggy? What are your, what is, what is your relationship status with credit at this point as, as adults or if you feel the way that I feel, quote unquote adults? Tell me about y'all's credit card journeys and what what you've learned along mm. the way. I am so glad you asked. Um, so I am currently a trophy wife uh, for credit, um, by which I mean I am one of those rich ass b- bitches who manages to like use my credit cards for their rewards and mm. like strategically like churn those points so that I can get like a free trip to Portugal or whatever without totally. paying interest. Totally. Um so a- again like I am my credit card's trophy wife and I couldn't be happier about <laughs> it. Um but it wasn't always that way. Like I yeah. definitely had to work my way up through a couple of unhappy credit relationships, if you will. Um I won't say I ever had an abusive relationship. I actually think, you know, we we talk a lot about what our, like how uh, the financial world has changed and how therefore our uh, the the advice we get from our uh, baby boomer parents is often like pathetically out of date. Mm-hmm. But one of the smartest things my parents uh, did when I turned eighteen is they were like, "You got to get a credit card." So I got my first credit card with their blessing, um, and I think they uh, even co-signed it for, like, the first six months or something. Mm -hmm. Um, But so right away, I had this – I had credit. I started building credit when I was 18, um, and it was great. Um, And then, you know, I had my student loans and everything. Um, But – you know, once I was no longer a college student and no one longer, you know, under marginal parental supervision, I was like, oh, look at this free money I got mm-hmm. here. I'm going mm-hmm. to pay this, use use this like cash basically and forget to pay it sometimes. And uh-huh. as a result, I, I kind of ignored it for a while. And I was never deep in consumer debt. I always like put something towards a credit card, mm-hmm. but I carried a balance on that thing way more often yeah. than what I should have or was even necessary. And as a result, you know, that was, it's a credit card, right? So this between 12 and 24% interest, some ridiculous yeah. rate mm-hmm. that I, you know, just wouldn't check on. Um, so that's another like bit of wisdom to share is like, much like 
you want to, you know, you, you want to check your, your boy's DMs every once in a while. Like, just you want to, yeah, you just want to check your boy's over. DMs. Like, treat your credit card like, you know, a, a dating partner that you might not, you know, 100% trust all the way. So, like, look at those charges, like, look at that interest racking up and, and, mm-hmm. and just be like, oh, crap, I need to, I need to pay that off uh, at the end of every month. Yes, that's brilliant. Actually, I actually really love that idea of just in general, your credit card is not necessarily your uh, romantic and sexual safe space um, because there are ways that it can no. absolutely F you. So I love the idea of like, let me no. just keep an eye. I'm a, your credit I, card might be seeing other people, specifically other your credit people. card company um, yeah. and giving them like all of your uh, your information and your interests uh-huh. more importantly. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And like, at, but you know what it is. You know what I mean? It's sort of like this weird sneaky link of relationship where it's like, we know what it is and we know what it is not. And so there are ways that I will F with you and there are ways that I do not trust you. And mm-hmm. so just keeping an eye on mm-hmm. what are the interest rates and the fine print uh, is super, super important. Thank you so 100%. much, Peggy. Kitty, tell us, what's your relationship status with credit? Where, how far have you, like what, what's been the climb as Miley Cyrus might say? Okay, so I've really, I I don't want to like brag on myself too much, but I've really made credit my bitch. Mega your bitch, yes. I use credit cards for 100% of my purchases. Oh, yes. um, And I pay my card off in full on time every single month to Ah. reap the delicious reward of the points, the free mini that they want to give me toward whatever yes. my my credit card is kind of optimized for some are like travel points or like cashback or whatever um yes. and i really use those because i'm at the point where like i know that i'm rock solid in my self-control and i'm not spending mm-hmm. on stuff that i don't really want or really need i know that i can trust my partner to be the same way and it actually kind of makes our lives easier to put everything onto one shared cards so that we have all of our transactions mm. together in one in one place. Right. Um, it it is a great way to earn like a small percentage of like free money in the form of points or whatever back. Um, mm-hmm. But also, I keep so I use like my day to day card for um, all of my regular purchases. But then I also keep a card with a very high um, rate off to the side and it's at a zero balance and it's literally sitting in a drawer in my office and never gets used except uh-huh. for emergencies. So I used mm-hmm. to keep a really large um, cash emergency fund on hand um, mm-hmm. it, just because I'm someone who comes from a background where I knew a lot of financial instability in my life and mm-hmm. it made me feel better um, to have this large cash reserve just in case something that happened. And over time, I came to understand how like, you know, that it okay, it's it's making me feel better. But it's not actually like that money isn't working for me. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm taking a a kind of a small hit every month, um, just to keep for the privilege of keeping this large, um, inert pile of money in in my checkings account. And in some ways, like it was more of a risk because like, hey, what if somebody like swipes my debit card and and you know goes goes a charge in all over town yeah. so i kind of realized that hey if i have a credit card with a ten thousand dollar limit on it 
That means that if something really bad happened to me and I needed $10,000 to pay for an emergency surgery on one of my pets or some, something mm-hmm. like that, something totally mm-hmm. unexpected. Or like my I own a home and what if my water heater like just blew the fuck up one, mm-hmm. one weekend? Mm-hmm. I have that sitting there in a drawer ready to be my emergency fund. But in the meanwhile, I that gives me the freedom to not have a huge emergency um, fund sitting in cash where it's kind of not doing anything for me and is actually Mm. sort of a liability. So Mm. that feels like, I don't know, that feels like the level 99 of using credit. Like I have used it to not only get everything that I want, but in fact, I'm getting more out of the relationship than the credit card companies are. And I want to tell you my favorite little tidbit. I talked with someone once who worked for a credit card company And I was describing how I used credit cards, paying them in full on time every single month so that I was never paying any interest whatsoever. And she said, oh, you know, the credit card company has a name for you guys. I said, what is it? And she said, deadbeats. Deadbeats? You guys deadbeats because you guys don't make us any money whatsoever. And (laughs) I loved that. So I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy being a deadbeat. Oh, my God. I, I just want to say, like, I have no greater ambition in life than to make a giant financial institution that has designed its business model on taking advantage of people financially, just making them call me a deadbeat and hate Please. my guts right? for yes. using their service without paying a single cent. And on top of that, reaping those credit card points, those exactly. rewards, those those travel miles. Exactly. I feel like, honestly, 100% in season two, we're going to have to do maybe two episodes on credit card points. Because at this point, when you're at the trophy wife, make it your bitch status, credit card points are like the reason you use credit at all. Because you're actually oh, super, super yes. reaping the benefits, like you said. It's like we... It's like the 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 systems were like, oh, we'll give you money if you do this impossible thing, which is pay off your credit card debt all the time. Ha <laughs> ha, we know you won't. You get to the level where it's like, actually, I will give me all my fucking candy, and they're like, oh, I hate it's you. So good, and it it's feels just like, bitch, so my good. credit card payments are automated. All right, automated. so give me give me the candy. I'm not scared of you. I this is what I wish for everyone listening to this loose change episode that we all become trophy wives of credit. That we all become. Uh, I'm making credit my bitch. I aspire to be a credit deadbeat. I hope you hear me out there, credit card companies. And um, our journey is that we make more deadbeats out of every single listener. That gives me so much first world anarchy joy. Yes, to deadbeats. Man, thank you both so much, Kitty and Piggy. I want to be respectful of your time. We've, we've, you've given us so much good credit juice this week, and I know that folks listening, if they weren't in love with you from the first Money Please episode, then they are foaming at the mouth after this change <laughs> episode. And so, please tell we us have an effect on people. You do, you do audibly even. And so, if you could please tell us how can folks support you as bitches get riches after they are done with this episode. So. Y'all can go to bitchesgetriches.com. That is where absolutely all of our financial wisdom lives and breathes. And it's like 75% gifts and 90s anime references by volume. We we try to make everything super clear and super digestible. And if we can't do that, then at least we're going to try to make it fucking funny. Nice. Um, so that's, that's the main place to go is bitchesgetriches.com. Um, but if you want even more of us, we have a podcast by the same name where we answer listener 
questions. Um, we, we read their letters and try to solve their problems, usually while going on like a long tangent about like um, a weird fantasy music video maker who we are obsessed with. And <laughs> Shout no out Christine Owens. Yeah. Woo, Christine Owens. Um, <laughs> that, that, we're really like as off topic as we can be while only talking about personal finance. Um, so please like... Go go check us out, bitchesgetriches.com, podcast with the same name. And we're like, we're we're around. You find us. We're on Twitter and whatnot. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Just Google yes. it. Just Google it. Exactly. I am so excited for everyone's beginning of their obsession journey of Bitches Get Riches if they haven't already been. Thank you both so much, Kitty and Piggy, for joining us. And I hope we meet again on this path to becoming financial credit deadbeats. Oh, oh we, we, shall. we shall. We shall, Berna. We shall. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, you so you. much. Thank you. We love you, Berna. We love yeah, you. Yeah, we love you. Bitches out. Bitches out. Whew, that is it for this episode of Money Please Loose Change. Now, be sure to rate, review, and follow our podcast on Apple and Spotify. Tell your friends about it. Tell your cashiers about it. Tell the bank tellers about it when you're taking out the cash to put in the envelopes for the kids who've gotten too old at Christmas and Hanukkah, but you feel bad because you want to give stuff to them anyway. Tell them about money, please. And follow us and submit your questions to When's Happy Hour on Instagram or email us at moneyplease at betches.com. And follow me on Instagram at HeyBerna. Until next time, I am wishing you love, peace, and refunded fees. Betches.